you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how's your weekend going? <laughs> Yeah, I don't really feel like I did anything yet. <laughs> We're recording early, guys. It's like Saturday morning, actually, so the weekend right. is like... Just starting. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, yesterday I got a new vehicle. Okay. I, didn't, I don't think I said this, but I got in an accident a couple weeks ago. My car was totaled. And, and so I had to replace that. But it's a nice car. It was a good deal, so I'm satisfied. Uh, we're recording early because tomorrow is the the tour that I've been waiting for for months, <laughs> the Millennium Tour. And I want to just do a shout out to Mr. Hood Brush on Etsy for creating oh. the shirt and rushing it. Because when I tell you, I inquired about this on Tuesday and I got it on Friday because I waited to the last minute and I told him I would give him the shout out because he was so nice because he did it so fast. Oh, I mean, he's in Cali. He did it very fast oh, and cool. sent it. Um, the funny thing is when he was talking on Etsy because he asked me, I'm not going to say what's on the shirt. You'll have to follow my Instagram to see. <laughs> he was like, is that a special person? And oh I my said, God. That's so funny. I said, wait, oh. was he black? I don't, I don't think he is. Okay. And <laughs> I'm about to say, um, I said, no, I said, it's for this concert. I said, it's for the Millennium <laughs> Tour. But then he said, oh, LOL. He said he's made several. So he, he, oh. he so it made me laugh that several people were like trying, you know, retro. Yeah. And I've seen people concert like jersey yeah. dresses, That's you know, true. the velvet sweatsuits. I love it. I love it. I hope people... 2000 and out. I wish I could find some platform flip flops because mm-hmm. that is what I've been looking for. But anyway, um, so this weekend, my plans outside of the concert is I'm going to like a party tonight, trying to find a sugar daddy. <laughs> well, find me one too. Shoot, you're not <laughs> how, how if he got a friend, <laughs> look, all right. Um, and then today I have some errands. Uh, gotta take my horse. <laughs> turn road. And, uh, ride until I can't no more. And those are my weekend plans. <laughs> um, I haven't... <laughs> we'll come back to what she just said later. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Um, I haven't done much this weekend. I worked out this morning. I read a little bit. Oh yeah, I went to the gym. I did do that. Too. Yeah, I read a little bit this morning, um, and after this, I'm going to the Cherry Blossom pop up bar in DC. But and I might go to the movies tomorrow I to see. I might see us again. Mm. Um, but that's pretty much it. I don't really have much planned this weekend, um, and I got a little bit of work to do. But same here. That's pretty much it. Okay, so media. Um, let's start with the Old Town Road. I figured that's where we were. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to say that is the most fire song I've heard in a long time. So you just heard it this week? No, no, no. Oh, I've heard the original and I always thought it was dope. Yeah. Like, I liked it. Yeah, me too. And 
and I was when I because this song by Little Nas X. X I was pulled off the country billboard charts. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, I think it's because he's black and it was getting popular. It is because yeah, that's the same thing they did. To and Beyonce. it wasn't popular; they would have left it on the charts, mm-hmm. but it was getting traction. Mm-hmm. They pulled it off because it wasn't country enough. However, yeah. Billboard has never said what exactly country is. Right. Um. So, um, what I love is the fact that on the remix, he got a country legend. Because he's like, you can't turn him down. Billy Ray Cyrus to get on the remix. <laughs> yeah. And I already liked the song, but with them on it together. Well, I honestly didn't feel like Billy Ray added much. I just honest. like, I think it's the thought that a country person is on it. Mm, true. It, like, it gives him more validation in the country community, I guess. But to me, it's more of a, I think it's great because I feel like it's a punch in the throat to Billboard. Mm. Is why I like it. Yeah, true. Because they're saying it wasn't country enough. Mm-hmm. And he reaches out and Billy, Billy Ray Cyrus was cool and liked yeah. it and wanted to be on it yeah. and support him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great. Yeah. And so I really got charged by it after that yeah. because I felt like it was like a slap on her face to Billboard. Because yeah. like, the song is like trending Everywhere, everywhere, yeah. on all the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So I really like that he did that, and it got so much more attention. Right. The song was fire before. Facts. That's what I was telling everybody. I was like, "This was a hot song before." I just but love the energy of it. I like the energy of right. both of them on it. That's all. Right. And then Miley Cyrus talking about y'all listen to my dad's new song. This is nice. No, it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really not about Billy Ray. It's right not. Right. It's about Little Nas X, okay? Right. Exactly. It's not about... Right. <laughs> it's not about... And what I want now, because I'm annoyed... I need an extended version. It's too short. It's too short. First of all, I've heard the song about 20 times. <laughs> because I can't... Because it's so short that you can just keep playing. Get it out of my head. Don't take my horse I can't stop. <laughs> I'm getting annoyed, but all I you hear. You should start off reading those. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, horses in the back, yeah. I'm like so hyped when I hear it. I'm like, oh, down road, yeah. I'm like, in my car, like, ride. No, seriously, I was listening to my car, and I was like, these people probably looking at me jamming, like. Not thinking that this is what I'm listening okay. to. Okay. I'm like, right. <laughs> I love it. And when I go out to do my errands and I get in my car, that's the first song I'm And well, see, then I was in my bag, so I was to Old Town Road, and then I played Daddy's Lessons, and I was so just you like, just I was just in, in it. Uh, <laughs> I was just in it. So. <laughs> Ride until I can't. No more. <laughs> uh, moving on. Just an honorable mention with. Um, Beyonce announcing a partnership with Adidas. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited because they're they will be doing you know um, relaunching and expanding Ivy Park, which means it'll probably be a lot more affordable because mm-hmm. of Adidas. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited. And I read a story about how this was shopped around to a couple different brands, and she passed on. Um, I think it? it was like Reebok, Reebok? Yeah. because the lack of diversity in the room which mm-hmm. is just like mm. <laughs> yes yeah. but I like that when you have power mm-hmm. and that you can be like I can tell you no because there's another right and when yeah. you're a person of color and she's using her influence mm-hmm. for just great things and I just think that's dope can't yeah. wait till the line is out I will be buying it. 
Um, just some updates regarding uh, Nipsey Hussle. Um, it's a lot of mourning. Yeah. For social media, for it still to be here, and, and it's been almost a week. I know that's a, that sounds stupid that I'm saying that, yeah. but, but things move so fans. quickly. Yeah. The outpouring yeah. is. It's like wow. Yeah. I personally liked some of his music, but I I didn't call myself like a fan, a fan really because it was only a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew of some of his like philosophies. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I didn't know all the things that he has done in his community. Which after I read it, I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. And to see a lot of the music industry mourn so heavily. Yeah. Was like, wow, he really had a great spirit. He really impacted those. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you had so many artists who really felt like I, you know, Snoop Dogg's videos emotion. I was like, dang, yeah. like he's hurt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you could really. A lot of people, even the, a lot of people that were even here are, I guess, relevant when Tupac passed said that, like, it feels like, like that. that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, there's been tons of memorials in LA, and the other day He's there been, was a. Like a ceasefire with the gangs and they were coming mm-hmm. together and I was we was talking about it earlier how I said it sucks when a life an uh, an influencer positivity life is lost and then people feel more motivated mm-hmm. so I hope that everyone can learn like let's just do great things now let's listen to people and respect what they're doing while they're alive right and enjoy them and, and do more and so if anything for those who feel still very troubled by it live live your life. In the fashion he was with trying to do better and do for the community. Right. Um. You even had artists not releasing music this yeah. past week out yeah. of disrespect. Mm-hmm. So it was just a lot, and I just read that um, the memorial is uh, for this week. Mm-hmm. They're doing it at the Staples Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're doing some sort of like online not like tickets because I was like, you gotta pay to go to funeral. I'm like, don't no. be stupid. <laughs> it's to crowd control. Yeah. It's it's a, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure there's going to be a lot of people. That's oh, yeah. why they're doing that. Yeah. Um, their story was just saying that, you know, their family and the LAPD was just working on security pro- protocol and yeah. to make sure everything went smoothly. Yeah, that's normal. Not only would it be a lot of fans, it also be a lot of notable, um, you know, celebrities in, in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just rest in peace again. And I feel really bad for Lauren. Yeah. And his children, his parents, like, everybody. It's, it's tough. And Using still, a loved one is tough. And I and I think the other two men that were shot are still in the hospital. Yeah, um, that's what I read. They haven't given much details about them, but I still hope that you they know they well. recover and they do well because um, they were of course affected by this too. And they found uh, <laughs> Eric Holder. Yeah, pleaded not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he is with, the alleged shooter. With Chris Darden as his lawyer, which is questionable to me. I think but, a lot of people have the same energy of feeling, hmm. Yeah. About that. Yeah. So we'll see where it goes. Um, one quote that I liked was, someone said something like, everyone wants to know who did it and why. He was mm-hmm. like, so he don't want to hear nobody complain about somebody snitching. And I thought... <laughs> that's touche. True, that's true. Because there's this this thing sometimes of don't be a snitch. Don't, but in this case, it's like we want to know what happened. Who did it? Say who did it. Well, what that's I, you know what like, I mean? So, so like during throughout the week, 
you've seen, you know, all the conspiracy theorists oh, and things girl, like that come out. I know. But and so what I was saying is at the end of the day, the only people that will know all of what happened that day is the person that did it and Nipsey who's no longer here and the two other people that are shot. That is the closest that you'll get to the truth. And even still, you may not get the truth. So I think a lot of people are, you know, coming up with conspiracies and things like that because that's how they're grieving. However, however, I also <laughs> think people come up, especially with stuff when it deals with like mm, possibly the killer being a black person. Mm-hmm. I think it's easier to blame forces that you can't control. So yeah. a lot of people talk about the documentary and look, from my understanding, and this is my opinion. One, he's not the only person working on a documentary. Right. So for me to believe that conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. other people who are working on the documentary will have to pop up missing or pass. Mm-hmm. Not wishing that to happen, by the way. Right. But for me, mm-hmm. that would be the only way I could even begin to think mm-hmm. that's probably true. Mm-hmm. For one. Because he's because while he's probably a producer and putting energy in it, he ain't the one doing the research, filming, Fast. editing it. Fast. Uh, you know what I mean? There's a lot more people involved. Mm-hmm. So that's one. Two, from my understanding, the documentary was going to be on public knowledge information. It wasn't on It was stuff. just gathering things. It was gathering it all together yeah. and kind of putting it in front of a younger audience. Right. For who people don't, that don't already. Already don't really know too much yeah. about him um, and his philosophies and mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So that was the one thing that irritated me. Yeah. Two, I think... Sometimes when, especially when we say the government, we say the white man is out to get us, hey, are there records of that? Yes. Of course, yeah. <laughs> is it ingrained in our culture? Absolutely. Absolutely. In I'll some like. cases, though, <laughs> yeah. it ain't the white man. Right. Yeah. There are plenty of people of color who lose their lives every day. It ain't got nothing to do with the white man. So all I'm saying is... Those are separate issues, and mm-hmm. I feel like we pull up the white man sometimes, sometimes. And the white man meaning the And the government, government is yeah. what I mean by yeah. that. When I think we don't have to be as accountable. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what can you do if that was true? Mm-hmm. Honestly. And that's another thing. For people who believe that, what's your next move? Well, this is my opinion. That too. The next move should be, if you believe this conspiracy theory, then what are you doing to make sure that the... The, the documentary doesn't die or that... Are you the, feeding this information to people? No, you, you're not. you sitting on your couch eating wings. Ah! <laughs> Drinking Hennessy. Fact! So that my thing is, if you believe this conspiracy, then I expect to see a change in your life. Ah! And brother, you ain't going to change. So it's just like, I just, I, I just feel like a lot of people are jumping on the conspiracy bandwagon but if you believe the conspiracy, then I need to see you be about some action. I need I to agree. see you try to make some change. I need to see you try to bring some awareness I to agree. the philosophies for the people that don't know about it. I agree. But the end of the story is that 99% of the people that believe in the conspiracy is that's they not going to do that. You tell them to stop drinking Hennessy or do say, and they will look at you like you got five kids. So I don't want to, you know. And the thing about it is, and us even saying this, because it, it could come off harsh, but the point is, I think both of us was frustrated this week with just the amount of fodder. It was just... People were just making it, was it up ridiculous. Stuff. It was just so much... Just respect honor the man's respect. life. I mean, even people reposting the videos, I thought it was oh. disgusting. Yeah. I mean, what? And even for his memorial service, I hope they do their... I, 
people, fans specifically, mm-hmm. have some respect mm-hmm. and not be trying to take video and pictures of everything all the time to post. Because you posting it, what is that doing? Like I, they was posting pictures of Lauren when she was running to the hospital. Why? Why do that? She's about to be grieving because she ain't even at that point know what was happening. Why would you want to post pictures and share pictures of that? Why like, do you want to watch it? That's cool. Why do you want to watch her running That's frantically true. looking for yeah. her spouse? Why yeah. do you want to watch it? Because people, it's like I don't need to see that. Girl, me either. But I was honestly like avoiding. I saw one last media. week when I saw the start, and I mm-hmm. mentioned it. I stopped it because yeah. I felt I found it too much. It was disturbing, and I thought, how does someone feel so comfortable being so close to them doing CPR and just steady with the like? How I do think, you feel cool with that? I think people watched it for two reasons. I think some people watch it because they are desensitized because we. And this is not necessarily a bad thing, but because deaths are so more often videotaped now, and it's helpful because we can try <clears throat> to now punish the people doing things, but it's bad because we become desensitized to seeing things like that, and now we're looking for it. I think the other thing is because so many people were in disbelief, disbelief of his passing that they wanted to believe it. Like they wanted, they like, no, 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 I can't believe it until I see it. Mm -hmm. And they wanted, they, you know, were looking at all the conspiracy theories and then they like, well, no, I need to understand what happened. And so that's why some people watched it. And so I, I I can read an article to know what happened for me. Girl, me too. Because I don't want to see it. Me too. True. Last week when we, because it literally happened while we were recording last yeah, week. Yeah, I don't And know. I, just, I had an article up and I just kept refreshing it and that's how we shared information with you guys. I didn't need to see no videos. I wasn't trying to scroll on social media because I didn't want to see nothing that, you know, would be too much. Mm-hmm. So I just, you like you said, would read articles and like, that's all I needed to get the amount of information that I felt like um, told me all I needed to know. But I do think just a lot of people are trying to come to terms with it. Um, and people are just going about it in different ways. So I don't want to say that any way is wrong. Same. But it's just too I much just want to say that Nipsey and his life was about action. So regardless of what you believe happened, if you want to honor his life, be about action. Period. So if you think it was the Dr. Uh, CB documentary... Stop drinking Hennessy uh-uh. <laughs> and stop eating wings. <laughs> like, I'd just be about the action. If you think it was because he was buying up the block and he was, you know, making change in his community, I expect to see more. That Like, just be about action. And continue to change. Sorry, y'all. That right. he was making. Just be the... Be, be, the, be change the change you, you want to see, see in the world. I was trying not to be cliche, but yeah, like, if you really... You know, and I'm, because y'all know I love Joe Biden. Even listening to them, it just made them even realize how much more they could be doing. And it's like, it's unfortunate that it took his life being gone for that to happen. But yes. that's what I expect to see. If you want to truly honor what he stood for and what he did, let's pick up where he left off and make it happen and keep moving forward with it. Like, Killer Mike, he was out there um, at the seat spot. Like, he like, let's go. If y'all want to be about it, let's be about it. And Killer Mike, you know, he been about it. So he like, let's go. So, um, I, that's, that's just all I expect to see. I don't, y'all stop making t-shirts, buy his t-shirts, support his family, stop it. Like, and why do you want to make a t-shirt anyway? I don't, some people, you know, like Sydney said, we're just sharing our opinions. Right. 
and however people feel, they have a right to feel. Mm-hmm. And stop spreading fake news. Jay-Z did not start a trust fund. But the problem is, we read a headline, we don't necessarily read the article, and we don't necessarily read the sources. Mm-hmm. And then it catches like wildfire. Because mm-hmm. it's not just with this. It's other stories in the media. It's like, you gotta read stuff. Yes. I'm always And then like, read it again somewhere else. I hate when people share a screenshot, because then I'd be like, can you show me an article? Or I'll go find an article myself because I'm like, I need to get the full context. Because sometimes people be taking just one screen grab out of context. And, then and also, even if I share like a screen grab mm-hmm. article, then I also share the link. So I'm like, you can read the full thing if you want to. But, you know, uh, articles and stuff like that, they do crafty headlines on purpose. So you oh, have yeah. clickbait yeah. to read the article. And sometimes yeah. what they say that is so not what's in the article. That's true. So you could just, oh, look at that, the title mm-hmm. of it, and think they do that all the time too. Yeah. So you just really need to that's true. do your research. Yeah, yeah. Excuse that's me, true. before you, but that's for anything. I mean, because that was even happening with the election. I mean, it was just a lot. Oh, and yeah. the same with the election coming up. Do your research. Yes. Read, please. read, read, and read some more. Yes. Please don't you get multiple sources. People are tweeting. Don't believe one minute clips of full blown interview. Do your own research. And if you want to discuss with others to learn, cool. But even after you learn from one another, look up what that person told you yourself. Because. People, even when we speak, sometimes we coming from a biased place, from our experiences, from what we got, from our perception. So you should want to go understand it for yourself, period. Because if not, then you're just going to pass on double biased information. And, you know, that's like playing a telephone game. And then y'all have Trump back in office. But that's a whole nother, mm. whole nother topic. I hope not. Yeah. Um, quickly, just for a few updates. Um... Oh, whoa. Actually, I do want to say, actually, I'm done. We're going to end on a nice, happy <laughs> I don't feel like doing You said actually like three times. Yeah, I'm talking about it. All okay. right. Um, just a shout out to Lori Lightfoot for being elected as um, Chicago's first black woman mayor. Mm-hmm. So I just want to end it with some positivity. Okay. And I hope that, uh, I do not know her platform, so I will actually say that. Right. Just shout her out because she's black. She she's a woman. black woman. <laughs> And so I hope that she's uh, positive and does great things mm-hmm. for Chicago. And that's where I leave it. Right. Before we, I'm not, <laughs> I just think it's dope seeing a woman of color in uh, you know positions of power. Well, yeah, and so I understand that. I think you can be happy that there are people that look like us in positions of power. And hope that they even do well. If, but even if their politics don't agree with me, it's like at least. You know what for you, whatever your platform is, you rose to a level of success to have power. You know, I can still respect the work that it took to get there without agreeing with whatever she said. And I don't even know what the lady said, so you know, what else? So we had a question of the week. Um, what did your last relationship teach you? And I was actually surprised because you know, when we get deep, people don't be wanting to answer, but y'all answered this week. I was proud, you know, it was mostly women, but I expect that. Um, <laughs> probably because never mind. No, I'm saying. Go ahead. Probably say because they don't be learning nothing, <laughs> and they still be doing it. I think. Nothing. I think. All right. Guys learn much later. Kidding, kidding, kidding. I'm sure there are some men mm-hmm. who learn from each relationship and actually make changes. Yeah. 
to be better. Mm-hmm. So before the two of you get upset, <laughs> the two of you. <laughs> uh, and probably the other like forty who think they're great are not. Facts. I mean, because <laughs> let's talk about delusion. Anyway, <laughs> and that could be for women too. Before you get bent out of shape, look. I said we what I said. It, so we said what we said from our perspective, period. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, um, Reese P said how to identify a narcissist. Mm. Um, the shop DMV said that I can't keep waiting on them to fulfill the potential I see in them. I have to move on to fulfill my purpose. Preach! Girl, I feel like that's a note. <laughs> that's a note. You can't be waiting on them. Facts. You be waiting for the rest of your life, sis. <laughs> Live your life. <laughs> um, it's me, Tierra Four said, when someone shows you who they are, who they are, believe them the first time. Those red flags, absolutely. Beloved and unbowed, don't be hard on yourself when the le- when the relationship fails. Realize you and that person are not meant for each other. I like that. Underscore sex on a weekday. It taught me that people treat you how you allow them to. Yeah. Self-respect, confidence, and love is your responsibility to build and grow. Nobody else can do that for you. Africa Wilkins said, not everything that went wrong can be fixed. Also, I'm an aggressive communicator. I like that accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, one underscore six. Woo, child. That situationship taught me... To know what I want, set boundaries, and stick to it. <laughs> um, the Chatty Patty said that men can be insecure too. <laughs> uh, Strawberry Limb said to be patient and pace myself before jumping into any life-altering situation. All right. So, Shanae, what did your last relationship teach you? Well, you know what? I feel like some of these kind of girl. I'm like all of these combined. I know, but I see the the two that meant that was like for real is um don't be too hard on yourself. When relationship fails, realize you know the person are meant to be. I definitely realize that like sometimes you don't have to carry it with such heaviness. It's mm-hmm. you can enjoy it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um make necessary adjustments in selection or your behavior and you can move on and it doesn't have to be sometimes it is but it doesn't always have to be like this long achy breaky heart process you can kind of rally and move on um also just with the boundaries Mm -hmm. that is something that i have been um doing more with Mm -hmm. dating and getting to know people and sometimes it can be tough because and I think sometimes that's why women buckle because having boundaries and keeping those boundaries sometimes can can lift out that sick single season you're in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes why women buckle because they're tired of being alone or they're tired. Mm-hmm. But I really see the benefits of it and peace of mind mm-hmm. keeps me very warm at night. Oh, <laughs> be careful, Cardi B. To- Copywritten. What's for like merchandise and stuff? So long as we don't sell an old <laughs> shirt, we shouldn't be sued. Right. Um. So basically, all that was there. Still <laughs> learning some of them. Help me, Jesus. But well, then she can acknowledge that. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. We all um, to grow. Aside from those, I think one thing that I learned, and I don't ever think I'm gonna make this mistake again. Is to ensure that your core values match up first. 
before your feelings get involved, before you get in too deep, make sure your core values match up. And if they don't, be okay that you can walk away. Like, don't try to force your core values to make it work. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's messy. It's messy. It is. So, like, the things that are most important to you, put those on the table up front. And make sure they line up because if those don't line up, then nothing else going to line up after. And just trying to make it work is going to just be idiotic at some point. So I think that in addition to what our guests um, commented is what I learned from our last relationship. My last relationship, I said our. So for TV, I think the main thing was I, you, did, you didn't watch the last season finale of This Is Us? Child, I was ready. I was supposed to watch it last night, but I fell asleep. Sorry. You okay. can say what happened. I mean, they found the door. Okay, good. I was tight. <laughs> I was like, yes, they found the door. Like, literally, hands in the air. I was watching. They found the door. It got a little tense. It did. And even during the episode, I didn't think they were going to find the door, but they found the door. And then they flashed forward. And they are, they are. So you know the little scene where um he's with the daughter and mm-hmm. it's like you want to go see her or whatever. They're talking about his mom. She's sick. Oh, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But him and Beth are still together. Praise the Lord. Yeah, they found Praise the door the and it worked out. I was hyped. <laughs> but yeah, so they flash forward. You know, of course, left questions about other characters. Now. Right, they, right. Like solve one problem, and gave you open, more. Like a spot, like on something else. Be yeah. like, well, what's going on? Exactly. So well, that makes me happy. I am <laughs> gonna watch it sometime today. Okay. But I, I meant to, but I fell asleep. I, I was, was tired. Was ready. I was to tired. I was tired. <laughs> but we can just if there, we can discuss it more in depth next week. Alright, so today, um, our topic is kind of related to our question of the week because we also had um, some listener submissions that were, you know, kind of related to this, so we just wanted to put them all together. So we'll be talking about, you know, what we learned from past relationships, um, what we learned from mistakes, and, you know, how we admit when we're wrong, how we apologize, basically all of those things with dealing with um, things going wrong in relationships. So... Um, specifically, a listener asked um, to women, they said, why is it hard for us to admit when we're wrong or for us to apologize? Now, I think for admitting when we're wrong, and I don't know if this is specific to women, even though this question was specific to women. I don't think this is specific to women. I think people in general don't like to always be wrong. I think some people when they are with someone that they're comfortable being vulnerable with, or like with me and Shanae, we were just talking about this before we started recording. I don't have a problem asking Shanae about like car stuff or house stuff because those are things I've never bought a car and I ain't never bought a house. So for me, I feel fine being vulnerable with Shanae to be like, girl, I don't know what the heck I'm doing and asking her questions or really asking anybody questions because I don't know what the heck. But... I think for topics that people expect me to be knowledgeable on, because I've been faulty of this before, I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to know the answers, or it's like, no, I'm not wrong. And so it's like, there are, have been times where I don't want to be wrong because I think I know the answer. Um, and so I think there's like a balance between thinking you know the answer and knowing you don't know the answer. 
I feel like if you, you don't know the answer, just admit that you're wrong and like you might need help or you may need help solving the problem or that you just plain old did something that you shouldn't have done. And then I think there's a balance between like being vulnerable enough to say that and then being vulnerable enough to when you did do something wrong um, and you thought that you were right, just say that. Because I think sometimes that might give you a little bit more credit because you could be like, well, I really thought I was doing the right thing in the moment. And now, you know, at the end of it, it may not have been. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's all about just being comfortable being vulnerable. With the person. Why do you think women? Let's let's answer this question. <laughs> I feel what you're trying to say. Because <laughs> I think male, all people, but <laughs> look, a male listener wanted to know why do you think women? I don't think it's specific to women, so I can't answer. Come that. on, I don't. You know what? You know what I think, brother. <laughs> if that's a problem for me, it's not an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a problem saying I'm sorry, and I don't have a problem saying I was wrong about something. Um, maybe when I was younger, I may have been harder for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Certainly not now. I'll say mm-hmm. whatever. But <clears throat> being very like stereotypical, because you asked, and so I'm gonna give you that type of answer. <laughs> maybe women have a hard time admitting that they're wrong, because usually they're not. Uh-huh. That's a stereoty- That's a stereotypical answer. And when women are wrong, because mm-hmm. typically. You know, media, Twitter, whatever, is always the bashing the guy. Mm-hmm. So when the guy is actually in the right, it can maybe be too much for the woman to admit, maybe. Mm-hmm. And two, I think that men relish in those moments oh, when yeah, they're yeah. actually right. That's true. And that could be possibly why a woman doesn't want to admit she's wrong. Because you're not being sensible and let her sit there and just apologize and say, you know what, babe, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You're doing extra <laughs> that can make her or anyone mm-hmm. not want to admit that they were wrong. Mm-hmm. That is my answer to your question. Because <laughs> that's what I think. I think a lot of times men feel like they always in the wrong. It's always something. Mm-hmm. So when it happens where she's in the wrong, I think they hop on it and they ride it that old town road, baby. I can't stand you. <laughs> because think about insecure. Mm-hmm. When Issa cheated, they love. Or even like we were just talking about, they love hating on the city girls because of what they talk about freely, and they're not used to hearing women talk about that so freely. And so now it's like, oh, we don't like them. They trash. Blah blah blah. They don't deserve good men. Blah blah blah. Um, because they're not used to women publicly doing things that are seen as wrong. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So like with the insecure thing, mm-hmm. a lot of it was such an aphotic because right, you don't typically get to see that. Mm-hmm. That following the woman's in the wrong. <laughs> and what is it? Leave her, dump her, dump. You know what now I mean? Now she broke it She trash, she broke. <laughs> I feel like they relish it because they don't get it may seem like they don't get as many moments to yeah. be in the right mm-hmm. and the woman be in the wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. But for sensible human beings, <laughs> for all people, mm-hmm. whatever you like or as I identify as such, mm-hmm. admitting that you're wrong can be hard for people because who wants to be wrong? Let's just call spade a spade. Yeah. Who wants to be wrong? Who wants, it's not something you're looking forward to. Does right. it happen? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
But it's not something you're looking forward to doing, to right. saying I'm sorry or I messed up. Yeah. We don't want to mess up typically. <laughs> right, who wants to? So part of the reason it can be hard is because it's that. You're having to check your ego, and a lot of people are controlled by their ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of check, check, so it's like trying check to get the pride. to admit when they trash. I'm sipping my green juice on the wine glass. I feel like it's very similar. I do. (laughs) Because it's like you don't want to admit that what you've done may have hurt others. Which is why ultimately that question, like you said in the beginning, could be for everyone. But I was, you know, I was. (laughs) You was trying to answer the question. I I was answering the question. I asked it. He wanted to hear a woman's perspective. I gave it. So you got two, brother. You got kind of a general one. Mm-hmm. You got more of a targeted one. I mean, whatever answer you're looking for. Right. It's the same thing. It's, you know what it is? It's the fact that there's the accountability mm-hmm. and decision making mm-hmm. isn't always there, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have to sit down and be like, dang, I messed up. Once again, I think it's the ego and pride controlling you and not wanting to be like, I messed up. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think also, on the other hand, when you're receiving an apology, make it, not to say make it easy for them, but listen to them. Yeah. Just listen to and them. Be receptive. Be receptive to it. If it don't satisfy you. to, you know, work through whatever it was. Or be willing to hear them out. And if yeah. after the apology, you still don't want to, if let's say it's in a relationship, you yeah. don't want to get back together or you just feel like it's too much for you, fine. Yeah. But I think that's also can make people hard, make it hard for people to say you know what I was wrong or you was right or something like that because mm-hmm. the other person like relishes in it way too much yeah. and it makes someone feel uncomfortable and not even want to like then you become stubborn because mm-hmm. I can be stubborn and you don't want to apologize even though you know you're wrong you don't want to apologize because you don't like the energy that's that true. too it's not right but it's honest mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true because like well I think for me and I you can even attest to this Sometimes even after like in a relationship or a situation or whatever in, I like admit that I'm wrong first usually. And you'd be like, all right, all right, yeah, you take a responsibility, okay. But they wrong too. Like I feel like I sometimes I feel like you put a hyper focus on yourself. Yeah. And you don't acknowledge that it was two people in the scene. Right. And that the ultimate ending of the relationship situation was not all on you. Right. I as a friend, <laughs> knowing some of the situations at hand mm-hmm. and know that that was not all you right. I don't want you to sit there and be like you know look what I did it's like you had a part in it but you didn't eat the whole pie <laughs> right you know what I mean like right. you had a slice or two you had a slice or two and mm-hmm. in some situations you've been in you didn't eat none of it <laughs> and I want to make that clear as well <laughs> that's true that's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. <laughs> Just making that clear. That's true, but I just I think it's always a balance of knowing when you're wrong and understanding when even sometimes both of y'all are wrong. In most the end of most situations, it no it wasn't on one person that did something wrong. It could have been I'll say well, a lot of times it's both it's two people that done something wrong. Now one person could have done something more wrong than the other. <clears throat> But I do think there's always, like, a lesson to be learned in any relationship. And uh, that's something that you can change going into the next one. I agree. Yeah. I don't disagree with that at all. So, are there any other mistakes that you learned from in relationships that, like, change the way that you go forward in dating? 
Actually, yes. Recently, I had a conversation <laughs> with an ex lover of mine. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> great. Ex lover of mine. I can't say it. <laughs> it was eye opening because I think in that case, I had to check myself. I was so dealing with someone who wasn't, who didn't easily express themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of conditioned myself. To, to have dealings with someone who didn't easily express themselves. Mm-hmm. So in a moment where that was happening, I was not, I wasn't receptive as like I could have been. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so as we're talking and he's like, he's saying what he's saying, because what we talk about, you know, y'all business, I'm sorry. <laughs> too much. <laughs> but in a moment, I actually stopped and I said, I'm sorry. I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't think enough about how you were feeling. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't even because I'm so. I was so used to not seeing emotion. It's like I acted like he didn't have any, and obviously he had them. Right. He just wasn't expressing them. And that's not an excuse to to be careless because he don't express it. Yeah, that's true. So, and also acknowledging that people can grow up and. You know, your perspective on situations can change. Mm-hmm. So for me, I can't... I don't know. I just think I should... I can have more openness of trying to hear someone out. Even if that's not usually how they act. Because mm-hmm. I was so used to one type of behavior. I saw something then and I just was like... I just dismissed it because that's not what I was used to. Yeah. So it's just like acknowledging that people can change. Their opinions on things can change. Mm-hmm. And as they grow... It's not okay to like hold that against them if they're trying mm-hmm. to be better. Yeah, that's true. That's so I true. felt like for me, I can, you know, just be more open mm-hmm. and not putting people in a box. Because I'm mm-hmm. very, I can be very black and white. Mm-hmm. There's very little gray area with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need a little gray area. Right. I get that. I get that. Um, not a lot. <laughs> But sometimes you need a little. Just a sprinkle of gray. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, let's see what the most recent thing that I learned that changed how I date. Um, I think, because I ain't dating right now. Because so. I got thoughts, but you go first. Oh, no, you should hear it. I want to hear what you have to say. Or yours? Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I have said this on past episodes, and I, I feel like I've said it before and I'll keep saying it. Sydney is one of the nicest people I know and it's very genuine, right? Her soul is so pure Mm -hmm. and she really thinks very positive things of people. Mm -hmm. That's why I feel like we balance each other out. Like I give her a little realism (laughs) and she gives me like fluff in life to ease me out, right? (laughs) I feel like we can balance each other that way. Yeah, yeah. With that being said, (laughs) I think that some of the people she has dealt with know that about her mm-hmm. and while she has been working on herself and is doing great by the way of definitely articulating her boundaries and you know getting things in a space where she feels comfortable and she feels empowered to do what's best for her mm-hmm. I still feel like people nig <laughs> and take advantage of your kindness and you wanted to be helpful and wanted to be affectionate and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel that somebody did that. 
um, extended it, mm-hmm. pissed me off in the process <laughs> as a bystander, <laughs> and was just really, yeah. <laughs> and so, look, it's like one thing I want you to learn, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I want, seriously, mm-hmm. I really want to find like a quality dude. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just. Ooh. Well, see, and I think... And I'm saying they're, like, complete trash. Right. I'm not going to say that. Right. Sometimes, neither one of us knew. <laughs> right, because that's what I was about to say. So, so, it's not like she was looking through the dumpster for these dudes. You feel me? Right. We just didn't know that's how they carried their soul. <laughs> so... That was harsh. I won't say that. No, I agree. Oh. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um so, I think before the situation that we're talking about, like, years ago, I think it was always to the, like, it was a quality man, and, because it was always Sydney need to find a quality man, but I think at that point, it was, like, somebody with a job. Facts. <laughs> somebody with a job. changed as we got older. <laughs> when we were younger, I was like, Sydney, why are you dating people without cars? <laughs> so, that's what she meant by quality initially. So then as, I found as, look, as we matured and realized, while those factors matter, matter but not not that much. Right. So initially it was like find someone that's quality that has a Who's job. Who's going somewhere? Cause well, no, initially well. it was just well, right. yeah, yeah. in school. Right. Like, doing doing yeah. something with their lives. So and then after that, I thought I found someone that was quality because they had a car, they had a job. <laughs> They, um, they 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 were an image yes, that yes. I even bought in two for a minute. Facts. <laughs> so and so we was like, whoa, okay, Sydney them found a quality man. Then we realized quality is more than just stability. Yes. And even that you can lie about. I said it. Even that, it's like, I think I learned the most that, like, I have to determine what quality means for me. Facts. And that's kind of where the core value thing came from. Because it's like, yes, having a car and a job are, like, the bare minimums for plenty. But, like, for me now, quality means, like, that you stand for what I stand for. That if we end up having kids together, we can raise our kids with the same beliefs. Like, those are the quality things that mean more to me now. While I still want you to have a job in a car, like, like don't be, don't, don't get me don't wrong. take this the wrong way. <laughs> she still wants someone that's doing something. That's with doing something with the. But now if the quality is more like non tangibles. It's like what's sure. in your heart, what's in your soul. Uh, Who do you pray to, my brother? <laughs> that's for me. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like it's changed from the outward appearance of quality mm-hmm. to the inward appearance of quality. Mm-hmm. How your insides look, they clean <laughs> or no? Do we need to get some of Dr. C's teachings? It's like, right? <laughs> well, I, I 100% agree yeah. and echo those statements for myself. Mm-hmm. I definitely. It's- Go ahead. No. Let me finish. <laughs> I, I, I cut myself off. Hey, let me, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I cut myself off. Having some of that stuff is still important to me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I said. But not as important but as But the hyper focus yeah. is definitely not the same. Right, right, right. I have grown. Yes. I'm doing the hand. Grow. So insecure. Grow. Growth hand motion right now. <laughs> um, I have grown. And for me, Learning from just 
wanting more uh, value in a relationship and acknowledge that that has an, a place on the roster. Yeah. But there's not a hyper focused mm-hmm. there. Like Sydney says about do our values match? Mm-hmm. Um, do our life goals match? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I have started that I've added through things I've been through is is our timing. Fact. Because I realized that you know, you could you meet someone and it's like, wow, I feel like we vibe, we want the same things, but the timing mm-hmm. of those things may not be right. Can throw a hink in the plan. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've experienced in anything I've been several times. Anything I've been in, that's <laughs> what I experienced. Yeah. This this like timeline thing where it's like we want the same things, but the timeline to get those things are too different. Where mm-hmm. there's really no way to compromise on it, mm-hmm. and I had to biggity bounce. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now, those are conversations I have earlier, earlier, mm-hmm. because I am in a place in my life where I want to find. I would say I want to find my other person. Like Sydney's my person. I want to <laughs> find the person I have sex with on the regular. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's that's not what we do. Right? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> So, it's like, I want to find that person in that category. And that's the timeline for me. And which means, am I rushing anything? No. But I'm also not interested in dating for years and years and years when I'm in a space when I feel settled. Mm -hmm. I feel like I know myself and I know where I want to go. And so, for me, no, I don't think it takes that long. Mm -hmm. And to each his own. For those who do, and that's fine. Yeah. But for me, my timeline—I'm not dating you for thirty years, bro. <laughs> before we decide to talk about marriage, or you know what I mean. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I want children. I, you know what I mean. Yeah. So now I add the timing, and so that's something I've learned. It's mm-hmm. just timing is a part of it too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been in a lot of situations where, like, I felt like they were the perfect person, but the timing just wasn't right. And if they were the perfect person, the time will be right at some point in time. For sure. But it just may not have been then. It may not be later. But the point but is, it's like, they just see, like, you're not going to wait on it. Right, and for me, right. that's what I mean by time. Yeah, yeah. If our timing is not aligning, mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like it is, why am I putting myself in this position? We can be cool and no beef. And if it comes around again and it works fine. But in this moment, in this time span for me, it doesn't. Right. And... Not beating yourself up over it. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you know, you have boundaries. And especially for me, when it comes to just the marriage and children and religion and how I feel, how I want to live my life and faith and stuff like that. It can be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, being patient, having faith in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> As you're just trying to figure it out and kind of weed out people who don't, where y'all don't fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think... Even like speaking about long term goals matching up for me, it's even like short term goals because like you know I go to work, I get off work, I do more work for hours, go to sleep, do it again. So it's like for some people that may want to hang out throughout the week, you people and I have to tell people this all the time. I need to know a couple days in advance because I have things to do for other people outside of my She's nine to five. Booked. <laughs> And busy. Feel <laughs> I'm trying to pay these loans off, like, like but so, and I think that's hard for people to understand that it's like, oh, what you doing after work? Nothing. Let's go. Like, I can't do that because she gotta, doesn't live like y'all. <laughs> I'm not trying to say that. She's booked and busy. She she don't just spend every night after work at happy hour. She just doesn't do that. She has work, <laughs> but. <laughs> 
But I'm saying it's just finding people that understand that. And she don't need to be Girl. harassed. <laughs> I'm done. Because I know in the past, and I won't say that this made me lose clients, but I do know that like there were times where it's like, oh, I could just do it later. And I used to put my side hustle work, I used to push it to the, like the very last minute. And I knew my work wasn't the best. And so then it was like during that time period, I did lose some clients. Now, I can't directly correlate that. But I can't say that I was doing my best either. Right. And so it's like, I think I need people to also understand, like, especially if you want to meet up with me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I need to know two days in advance because that means that I want to have to work longer one day or shift, like, things around. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and y'all see each other on the weekend? No, not every day. I'm saying if you want to meet with me, you want me to. Oh, party. I was like, is that? Ooh, that's no. a lot. No, like if you just randomly want to go out on a Tuesday right, right. night, my my schedule, the schedule I made for myself, but. is that I come home to do work on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mm, okay. So those are the days that it's like if you want to meet on one of those days, I have I to adjust. Know. How this is random, but like yeah. if you're dating, mm-hmm. how often do you feel like you should see someone? A week. It depends on how far apart we live. And how serious we are. If it's in the beginning, once a week. I think that's appropriate. But once we start getting, If you're exclusive. You're not boyfriend, girlfriend yet, uh, but exclusive, you're exclusive. I might be the wrong person to ask. Because I'm like three, four, maybe five times a week. What? That's why. But that was my last relationship. Because they were a business owner too. So we would... After work, we would every night get dinner from, and I this is why I spent too much money in a day on a relationship, and I got fat. But we would <laughs> we would go to like we would get dinner from somewhere near his office. We would go to his office, do work like together, talk while we working, and then we would go to our individual home. We did that like it four three to four days a week, and then spent the weekends together. Now, I'm not saying that I'm going to do that in the future necessarily, but that's just what worked for us because we had similar schedules. That's too much. That's too much face time. <laughs> and maybe that was part of the issue, too. I maybe not. Because like, some people, some, <laughs> some couples can do that. Like, mm-hmm. being together all the time and never. I'm a person where I have my moments, mm-hmm. and if it's too much, I can end up being displacing my need for a moment mm-hmm. on the person mm-hmm. so it's not them mm-hmm. but it's like I get mean, out of my face yeah that's why so, i'm saying like three like when we're like exclusively dating three maybe four because i know sometimes like you'll spend the whole weekend together that's two days and that's a lot the whole <laughs> weekend that's a whole day that's not like <laughs> A couple of hours on Monday after work. That's a whole day. <laughs> a weekend, it's like a lot. That's what I'm like, what you talking about? Ooh. But like, I even know people, they're dating exclusively. And like, they have a shared Google calendar. Because it's like, they got events to go to. Or they're going to something together. So it's just easier for them to share a calendar. For their life. Mm, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, you can still have things on your own calendar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you mean? You should know when... I'm, you should know that I'll be available on time. We're supposed to get together. You should know. So, no. But they, they have one Google shared calendar. But they with still their have... dates? Yeah, with, with their things plans. that they're doing together. And they still have their individual calendars. Like, you can't... So, is there... <laughs> is the stuff that they do... 
not around each other on the share calendar. No, you can so, have it on your private calendar. Okay, so here's here's this is what I'm gonna give up. Why is there a need for a share calendar? Why can't they just their planned dates be on their own calendars? What's the need for the share if you don't see in people's entire lives? But the people I know that do it, it's because one person will forget and like double book themselves. So and you so, don't care, cause that means you don't care. And we make a plan. You should put it on your calendar on your phone, so that at minimum, even if you don't remember, your phone let you know two hours from now you got time with me. And all the couples that I know that do this, cause I know a bunch. Even I know some married couples that do it too. The women have set it up because it's like the man, he's just be like, he either gonna be late, he gonna forget that we got something to do that weekend, blah blah. So they just decided. Oh, we won't work. We won't work. We won't work. I don't do that. Or even my boss, she has one with her ex husband, so they can like it's for the kids. But they have kids, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And like my boss has one with her husband, and her schedule, his schedule, the kids' schedule. They have this epic family Google calendar, which. I gotta be honest with you guys. As much as I do want marriage and kids, when I look at her calendar, <laughs> like after school, karate, uh, dance recital, <laughs> power to her because we work some long hours. And like, mm-hmm. this is a side note. After meeting, I have my moments. Like after that March meeting, I slept for twelve hours. Mm-hmm. After that meeting, she had to go pick up somebody, drop somebody off, mm-hmm. date night. Somebody coming down, clean the house. I mean, that's a lot for me. Put me on your calendar. We have no shared calendar. I ain't knocking it, but we're not doing no shared calendar. I mean, but how is that? And you're not going to be late. I don't like that. And if you're forgetting we're doing stuff, then how about we don't do nothing at all? But, like, I know back in the day, people would do the calendar in the house on the kitchen wall. How is that any different? We don't live together. And once again, a calendar mm-hmm. in the home is everyone's schedule. You're right. telling me, unless I'm no, I know situations where they're married. And the calendar where is dating. only for their planned dates. It's not like mm-hmm. Tom's schedule is there, Gina's schedule is there, right? And so you not only see the times that they're supposed to get together, but you see just schedule. To have a shared calendar where it's only just like y'all dates for the month, mm-hmm. I think like put that on your calendar, mm-hmm. put an alert. <laughs> And show up on time. <laughs> that's that's just how I feel about it. I'm not. I just I'm no. Sure. I'm dancing like oh, let's get a calendar where we track, you know, our dates. Why is it not? Why is it not on your calendar? So because I be trying to put stuff on. I'm the girls getting bad calendar. You be like, I don't need that. <laughs> so I put it on my own. calendar. <laughs> I don't need. Well, what's the point of us putting it on separate calendars if we both get reminded? Because on my phone. As an iPhone user, ain't no Google Calendar on my phone. You don't. You can download the app. Why? When I have a working calendar <laughs> on my phone, and so you can't share that calendar with other people. Why am I sharing my calendar with you? <laughs> Ask me. I'll tell you when I'm available. What is this? Why am I? Why am I doing that? I have a calendar on my phone that has my work stuff, my personal stuff, our podcast stuff. Mm-hmm. That's it. See, I don't use the calendar that came with my phone. I only use Google Calendar. I don't use Google Calendar for nothing. In fact, I wish people would stop sending me stuff on Google. I love it. Because I'll accept it, but all I'm going to do is put it on my calendar on my phone. Well, I do like the ones where it's like you get to choose what device or what kind of calendar you're using. Because like this, 
My calendar on my phone is my Bible. It has everything on there. Events, mm-hmm. tickets, whatever. My email's connected to it, except for Gmail. I wish Gmail could just easily, without doing an app, Google, yeah, figure that out, Google. Um, so anytime something's on Google, I write it on my phone. Because I'm like, I don't be checking. I'm not, I already got Google Docs, Sheets. I don't want to Google apps on my phone. No shade. I love Google. <laughs> but I'm not looking at two calendars. I got one. So I don't need a good girl's baby badly calendar. <laughs> and I don't need a dating calendar. Because it's on here. If I had a date night tonight, it would be like date night with bed. See, what's on my schedule? Party. What's on my schedule tomorrow? Millennium tour. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's there. Monday, I got three meetings. Oh, three. Three meetings. <laughs> I didn't look at my I schedule. Like, every Sunday night before I go in on Monday, I'm like, all right, what kind of day am I? Like? I got three meetings. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> okay, got you. No shared calendar for you. 14. I don't even know how we got there. I don't know, but I just was so like, a shared calendar for me. I get a shared calendar if we're living together, mm-hmm. because then my thought is everything is on the calendar. So yeah. I just, we just have calendars that are on the same so we always know what's going on. So if you're dating, what if you have a shared calendar and everything is on there for both of y'all? Oh sweetie, just because you're dating exclusive, once again, you don't that's none of your business. But but if you move in together, you can still be just dating exclusively. (laughs) I ain't moving to nobody, I'm just dating exclusively. (laughs) Are you out your mind? You know who you're talking to? Well like, when I say dating exclusively, I mean relationships. Sorry. Dating exclusively (laughs) and like, boyfriend, girlfriend, (laughs) It's two different things. My bad. Okay, the people I know that have a shared calendar, and for the they're record, in a relationship. If we're living together, we married, hon. Oh, okay. So then, yes, we I'll can have a shared calendar. If you're my boyfriend and I don't live with you, mm-hmm. no, we don't have a shared okay, calendar. that's what I was talking about. We don't have a shared calendar until we're married. You don't need to know what I'm doing all day, every day, until you put a ring on my finger and half on the house. <laughs> okay. Now, if you're my boyfriend, ask what I'm doing, I tell you. <laughs> Ain't no secret. Like, let me be clear. If I had a dude, he's like, what are you doing this weekend? I will run down the schedule for you. You don't need to have access to that all the time. Ask me. Gotcha. And I'll tell you. Gotcha. So, to wrap this up, <laughs> I do no calendar until it's a ring on my finger. Gotcha. Closing statement for me. <laughs> I seriously don't even know how we got there. I don't know, but I think I made my point. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You did. Okay. Is there anything else we want to cover from mistakes that we've learned from in relationships to answer kind of all of the questions that we've gotten? I think. No, I feel like, I think for me, um, only thing I would do moving forward is, you know, excuse me, once again, not. Be open, not put people in a box. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely try to have patience. But I also know when I get frustrated, and I do this even with friendships, I'll say I need a moment. Mm-hmm. So to avoid me from popping off, <laughs> I will tell people I need a moment. Now, the only person that it kind of doesn't work for is Sydney. I think it works with me. You, you, my moments are short with you. You'd oh, be, yeah, like, you be like, are you ready now? <laughs> So like she respected. I did. But like thirty minutes later, are we cool? Can we talk now? Like, no, it ain't thirty minutes. Like, 
maybe an hour. <laughs> it's maybe an hour, and that's okay. Oh, it's not a, look. This is not a disparaging thing. I know, but I don't think it'd be that soon. <laughs> the last time, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> like, can we talk? But the last time, I think was just a misunderstanding. Can we talk? Because I feel like it was like. I just needed, and it was like, I'm not even upset. I just was done for the moment. But part of that, it was just a misunderstanding. Too. Not really. Because well, because we was texting, and I don't think you understood my tone. Here, here's what I'm going to say about that. And then my statement is closed. Because now you're seeing, y'all seeing stuff. Y'all, y'all be like, what are they talking about? So basically, it was a group meeting strange. Yeah, we only talk in group meet for the most part because we share videos. Right, that went south. (laughs) Right, went south, and (laughs) it was. (laughs) It was really dumb when I think about it. But I was because the thing sometimes, and I love you, but like. I'll say my opinion, like, but what about this? It's like, hey, this is not a, a panel discussion. I said what I said. And so she's like, but what about that? <laughs> but if I did this, you don't think that? I'm like, wait a minute. I said what I said now. And so sometimes, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't, I'm done with this conversation. I just made my statement. That's what I first said, and that's my closest statement. Because yeah. I was done. Yeah. I wasn't upset. It was like, her hypotheticals, or <laughs> but what if it was this? Wouldn't you think that? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And that was at work. And I had these emails for it. Like, look, <laughs> my groupie is pinging on the computer. My email is pinging. Somebody. I don't know no more. I'm done. But part of that conversation, there was just a misunderstanding too. That too, yeah. but I still, even mm. with that being said, right. I wasn't upset. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just timing out. <laughs> I didn't want any more questions. <laughs> Which I talked about, I think, on an early episode, is an issue I'm currently working on. Yeah. Me getting a fine round of questions <laughs> pisses me off. And I've realized it's at work, <laughs> it's in friendships mm-hmm. and relationships. <laughs> I don't know why it bothers me, mm-hmm. but I'm actively working on not being annoyed about like three questions back to back. Because I'd be like, what about that? So that's the current thing I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So I won't take that into my next relationship. Gotcha. I'm going to take my horse oh my to the old town road. I'm going ride till I can't no more. It is a good way to end it. If you guys have any other lessons that you want to share with us, or even suggestions based on the mistakes that we've made, email us. Or actually, don't give us unsolicited advice. I'm asking you for this episode only if you have suggestions. I just want to make that clear. But good girls behaving badly at gmail.com. Always keep up. Keep up with us on Instagram for our question of the week. We also have new merch that I didn't already order. So check that out on Twitter. Oh, we have a Twitter. It's GGBB Podcast. So follow us on Twitter as well. We'll be more active on Twitter um, soon come. Um, But I think, yeah, that was all we had for today. So as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.